When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. I, I need some dirt, 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 dirt. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Up to the minute entertainment and pop culture news heard at the top of every hour. On My Talk 1071. Yeah, that's really great. Could you please tell us what's going on? All right, Taylor Swift sang Betty at the 2020 AMCs, and of course, the song is packed full of hidden meanings. On Taylor tw- Taylor's 2020 album Folklore, there are a collection of three songs that refer to a teenage love triangle. The first two songs in the trio are Cardigan in August, and the third being Betty, and the lyrics from Betty are from the perspective of James, a 17-year-old boy who cheated on the title character Betty with another girl. She I did was, not know that. She was great last oh, night so at the good. ACM Awards. So good. Yeah, very, very good. And I didn't know. It, it was very poignant. It was I old school so Taylor Swift. Yeah, that it was. Song. Just her and her acoustic guitar. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good show. And apparently it was seven years since she had performed last at the AMCs, okay. which was pretty cool. And Lori Loughlin will serve her upcoming prison sentence really close to home. Well, actually. did she get her first pick? She did get her first <laughs> pick. Lori has been approved to serve her upcoming sentence at a cushy, low-security federal prison in Victorville, California. Mm. Mm-hmm. The closest to Los Angeles, allegedly. Isn't that a couple yes. hours still? Yeah, it's just yeah. over the mountain what and in the desert. Time? All right. Yeah. Yeah, and the prison that she was her first choice, like you said, and she has to surrender by 2 p.m. on November 19th, so... Oh, she's going to spend Thanksgiving in Yeah, it'll be a nice warm Thanksgiving. Nice little uh, ice cream scoop of mashed potatoes and some (laughs) turkey gravy over it. (laughs) All right, she'll be fine. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) And lastly, Melrose Play star Amy Locaine has been resentenced to eight years in prison. Amy, who played Sandy on the original Melrose Place, was just resentenced for killing someone in a drunk driving accident, and she's getting eight years behind bars. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. this is the fourth time Amy was sentenced for a fatal drunk driving accident, which happened back in 2020 or 2010 as a result of this 60 year old woman who had passed away. So four times she's been resentenced for this. Wow. Oh. Right. That's a not a good situation. Hopefully she'll figure that out when she's getting all of her. Yeah. She has Sucks. time to think about what Absolutely. she has done. Absolutely. For more entertainment news, download the MyTalk app or go to MyTalk1071.com. Dirt alerts at the top of every hour and at 8 20, 12 20, and 5 20 on my talk 1071. Hey, is 
Lori and Julia on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. And we are on the MyTalk app. Now relax and get ready as Holly steps in for Julia. It's the first hour of Lori and Julia. Thank you, Grant. Hi. It's nice to hear your voice. Thank you, guys. Good to see you again. Yeah, Julia calls me this morning. <clears throat> oh, just I could tell yesterday she was not feeling good. Is it, she like the energy? <sighs> she just had like a. I think she's got a bad cold, but of course with the COVID. You got to take extra precautions. Bad sore throat. Just she, like we sang, you got to know when to hold them and know when right. to fold them. Thank you, Kenny. That's right. So I was like, don't worry. We'll see. Although I did tweet out loud to Matt Belanger. I panicked first before I realized, oh, yeah, we got Grant. Uh, we could get a hold of him. Holly could step out of the off the board and into Julia's size six. Cram those feet in. That's well, they are. <laughs> it's just like the stepsisters in Cinderella with right. my big old hairy toe poking out. Right. <laughs> but we're oh here. Oh my gosh! I I finished. Of course, it's not that hard to binge this show, Julie and the Phantoms. Oh, your perfect Venn diagram my, of yes. a Netflix show, Ghosts. Teens rock and roll. Yes, it was so okay. So even Casey really liked it. And this show, Julian the Phantoms, it is um based on a Brazilian TV show that Kenny Ortega remade. He's the guy, uh, of course, he gave us high school musical. He also did all the choreography in Dirty Dancing and Ferris Bueller's Day Off. He directed Hocus Pocus. That's right. Madonna. I think he started out in MTV Video. Video Land. Yeah. Video yeah, Land he, is he's... how he started. But um, so he's the executive producer, the director and choreography. And it is incredible. The singing and dancing on the show. And it's only nine episodes and they're only a half hour. Well, that's why you got finished. Yeah. Jen. It's so bingeable. But the the gal who plays the lead She's so good. Her name is Madison Rays, and she um, she said uh, she told the New York Post. I remember reading the character's description: a fifteen-year-old Latin American girl who's a high school student who likes to play the piano and sing. And she's sixteen, and she's like, "Oh, that's me." And uh, so it, again, the Julie and the Phantoms. It follows a California high school girl who's grieving and struggling with her natural musical talents in the wake of her mom's death. And when she finds an old CD from Sunset Curve, a boy band whose members died in 1995 on the brink of making it big, she accidentally summons their ghosts. Oh, my gosh. And she's the only living person who can see them. And But the three boys in the band are so, so good. You might know the guy who plays Luke, Charlie Gillespie. He's been in a few things, but... They did have to, all the actors have to sing and play real instruments in Mm -hmm. the show. And, um, and, uh, so it was, it's just really cool. And she's in high school now in, um, in Pennsylvania, but she, for a high school show, it is very much about grief and loss, things that are not really addressed usually in a high school. Show. And they in managed to weave it in it in a so way good. that's and entertaining oh. and the music and, and just the whole vibe. I'm just telling you, <laughs> when you get your Wi-Fi back, Holly, when you I just got to oh. check it out. Grant, I think you might even like it with your lady. Just check out Julie and the Phantoms. I will. It's just really cool. feel good. On Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. So it, that's, a, that's a hot show. And then I was kind of intrigued with this story, the Atlantic... Um, 
had a story a couple days ago that a woman surfed the biggest wave of 2020, but nobody knows it. Well, that's those big waves out in Portugal, right? Well, here's what it is. It's a thing that happens every year. It's called the World Surf League's uh, big Biggest Wave Contest. And usually this is something, it's like the Oscars of surfing, the... Um, World Surf League's Big Wave Awards. And I just am fascinated with surfing because a few different times I've seen the surf competition up on the North Shore of Oahu. And it's just a super, you don't usually see that many women. It's one of the last bastions of all male dominated sports and what you think of. And, but the reason we, do, you know, I mean, we don't usually even see a woman beating a man in any sports. Mm-hmm. And this year, a woman, um, the World Surf League announced, and usually this is happens live over the summer, and they've just been releasing these things slowly. But this Brazilian big wave surfer by the name of Maya Gabera set a new world record. She surfed what they think was a 73 and a half foot wave off of Portugal. And it was the largest one surfed by anyone this year. And uh, the the largest surf for a guy was 70 feet. Oh. But the reason we haven't heard about it is because for whatever reason, it's we, it's hard to measure these waves. Well, I can imagine that that would be There's the case. There's no <laughs> real accurate way of doing it. Right. So, it's not like you can get the ruler out and be like, mm, that was 72 feet. Yeah. <laughs> and so usually this thing happens in May, but it was, uh, it's been light on fanfare because it like, it's like, because basically they measured the wave that she was on in a completely different wave from how they measured the men's, which is just with photography and imaging. So mm-hmm. they kind of went even deeper to, Like, it was almost like they were looking to make... They didn't want her to beat the guy. Sure. They were like, "Mm -hmm, Uh nice try, Maya. Did you watch the actual footage of her surfing this wave? Because this is a spot in Portugal that is well known for these massive giant waves. And she is just this little tiny dot. And when the wave breaks and she's underneath the wave, usually you have to be so strong and able to get yourself out from underneath that. Yeah. Really, really accomplished athlete. Watch him now. It's crazy. It's kind of amazing. Anyway, you can't. The men didn't get the same scientific treatment to the wave, Mm -hmm. but she did. She did beat it. She did have a bigger measurement, even though they did all these different things. So 73 and a half. But uh, just kind of. Have you tried surfing, Lori? I have. I've also done the bad, bad thing, which is turn my back to the ocean uh, on the North Shore of Hawaii. Specifically, don't ever do that, you guys. No. Because when my aunt and I turned around, there was like maybe a seven-foot wave about to crash down on our head. No. Okay, it was, we looked way up and we were like, Holy crap, where did the and the next thing you know, we were going through the washing machine. Just tumbling. Tumbling. I can't both of us lost our tops. They came down. <laughs> yep, that'll our happen. Our bottoms were full of sand. Good our day. hair was all swirly. We So then that times ten. Oh is yeah, what I can't even imagine. Did. I can't even imagine. And in twenty thirteen, her first year she chased big waves in Portugal. She had a huge crash. The force of the waves broke her right fibula in half, forced her underwater. She was floating face down in the water for more than a minute, and they had to revive her with CPR. Dang. This is not a so, sport. 
No, this is not but a anyway, sport for your Hello Kitty floaties. Yeah, I know. Amazing. All right, listen, when we come back, uh, we're going to check in with our buddy Matt Belanger from Channel 5 Eyewitness News. We'll be right back. Hang on a sec. Let me get Matt in here. It's that time of the week. Time for... It's Matt Belanger! Belanger. Belanger. Is that it? It's Matt Belanger! No. Belanger. Want to try again? It's Matt Belanger! Julia, that's not even how you pronounce Bazinga. It's, it's Matt Belanger! Don't listen to them. It's Matt Belanger. It's Matt Belanger! Matt, Matt, Matt. <laughs> It never fails to make me laugh. It makes me laugh. I love your theme song. And people sing it to you out in the real world, right? And that's the scariest part of all of it. No, that's a good (laughs) jingle that Rocco had us do. Because that was all his idea. I mean, that's a jingle that can follow you. I'm going to ride. Let's just say I'm riding this wave for a while. (laughs) Excellent. Hey, I come to you today needing help all right so i i am trusting in the my talk listeners and uh and the fine minds in the studio today to guide me through this social situation i'm dealing with so we're all wearing masks and we know this and we know that the masks cover up your mouth and i'm right. a friendly guy right. so when i'm walking out and about i like to smile at people you know just Spread the joy, right? I'm used to smiling at people just to acknowledge people as they walk by. You know, sometimes you just end up making eye contact with people. Well, the smile's hidden, and I have started doing the most weird and uncomfortable stuff in an attempt to try to acknowledge people. And I don't know if anybody else is having this problem. But I've started, uh, like, doing this weird, like, nod of my head, you know, to acknowledge them because, obviously, I guess I just think my eyes aren't enough. And uh, and are you guys struggling okay. this too? Because it's just weird. Because I'm I'm missing the smile. <laughs> well, I I know, and I mean uh, we've got uh, Holly posted today, Tyra Banks, um, because she yeah. doesn't really have anything else to do. I guess giving a mask smizing <laughs> lesson to Drew Barrymore on her talk show. Yeah. Um. Because, but okay. So here's the thing. I think, I think yeah. like people on the East Coast. When they do greetings with a nod, they nod down. People yeah. on the West Coast or maybe in the Midwest nod up. Yes. Oh, you, you, you put oh, your head up, oh. you go like I'm that. I'm a nod downer, but I, you know, I'm from Pennsylvania. Well, so there I guess you I go. That's why. Bucket. So yeah. you're, you're doing that. <laughs> also, you can do... Um, I like to do the elbow wave where you just kind of go like that. <laughs> well, wait a minute. We saw the, I tried the chicken this. wing. Yeah, the mm-hmm. chicken wing. The chicken wing. But here's the weird thing is like, uh, so, you know, sometimes you just like make eye contact with people, strangers who you're just out and about. I was at the gym and there was a woman across the room on like the stair climber going. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. ...to town and we just locked eyes for some reason and, and I wanted to acknowledge her and normally a smile would have done it. Right. And, but and, you and nod, for whatever reason... Nod Go up. ahead. Nod uh, up. Well, I didn't do the nod, so but then I I just straight up waved, and then right, that turned good. weird yeah, because yeah. <laughs> because she's a total stranger, and I thought I think that she thinks that I thought that I knew her, and I obviously didn't know her, and it was right. totally weird. And then the eyebrow lift might be too suggestive. Well, that's the thing, and Lord <laughs> knows what I'm going to accidentally communicate in my attempt to be friendly. So I've got to be, I've got to yeah. navigate this. But no, Lori, you're saying the the, the the nod up kind of uh, hey, yep. I yep. see you. You kind see of a you. Thing. That's it's just an acknowledgement of hey, mm-hmm. and then you know if you're feeling real frisky, do your whisk, your little uh, chicken wing wave. Oh. <laughs> Wave that wing, honey. Well, this helps because, I, I mean, I can't be the only one struggling with no, this. I, mean, I don't like, want to just ignore everybody. But <laughs> Here's the thing that happens, you know, in the motorcycle world. When okay. when, bike, when motor, people are on motorcycles, you know, you put your hand out as a wave. You don't put it up. You put it out to the side, and it's just like, it's just kind of a greeting, safe ride, I see you. And yeah. I loved that. When I, like I first that. got my motorcycle, I was like so sticking your hand out well you just do it out to the side you know when you see somebody and some people i think i've seen that yes and and it's just a greeting um but you're not putting it way up because you don't want anyone to think it's a turn signal it's Mm -hmm. just sort of a thing and so i just think uh nod up or now down i prefer nodding up because it kind of looks more friendly you're, you yeah. can do the finger flick where you're just kind of like when yeah. you're crossing the street and doing something like yeah, to yeah, a yeah. car, you can just, you know, right. wave your hand up. Anyway, I, I just well, think... if I've had an awkward greeting to anyone out there listening, I apologize. Matt, you're and, too uh, cute. We'll, we'll, and we'll you figure can, it out together. I think you can tell when people are smiling at you. And yeah. I have even said, no, I mean, I don't know. This could be a flirting technique for single people. Ooh. But I have just flat out said to people... I know you can't see me right now, but I am smiling at you so hard because you look so cute or you've got a great outfit. Just say something if yeah. you want. Mm-hmm. If you're close enough for that. I mean, yeah, no, that's good. Excellent. Um, two little news things I want to bring to you right. ladies today. So uh, in, the re- in the attempt to be really, really clean, we want to clean our homes. We want to fight COVID-19. Some big news from the cleaner products world. Pine Sol is officially approved as being successful in fighting and killing COVID-19 on hard surfaces. Good old-fashioned pine saw. Any cleaning um, person could have told you that. That stuff is strong. Ooh. Yeah, well, I mean, it, I mean, I don't, I, I don't know if I'm the only one. Holly laughed at me when I told her this to cafeteria today. But, I mean, it totally brings back, like, my childhood, mm-hmm. you know, not the lemon one, the original one. The and original it just, like, one. wafts me back to wood paneling days growing up in the 80s, you know. <laughs> just some nostalgic huffs for you. I guess it is. It really takes me back. But, uh, yeah, so if you're struggling and you can't find, you know, what you think you want because it's all sold out or something, hey, Clorox is a company that owns Pine or creates Pine Sol, and they've said that that has proven successful. A third-party test, they did it in the lab. It works. Okay. Ten minutes of contact, and it kills the virus. So there you go. The news you can use. Um, and this one, I don't know how I feel, and I'd love to know what you're thinking. Would you sit through an advertisement and the, the logistics of this are not clear, but would you wait through an advertisement or two every now and then in order to lower your cell phone bill? I wouldn't, but I could see how people would. 
Yeah, I wouldn't either. There are other things where I can sit through ads, but not my phone. Mm -mm, Yeah, AT&T is saying that they'll try this out, maybe offering a lower price cell phone plan. Uh, The CEO just kind of was just uh, pontificating about the future and said that they're toying with the idea of offering that lower price plan, but then advertisements would somehow be delivered. And could you imagine like if you're going to make a call and then you dial in the number and you push go and then you hear like a toilet paper commercial first before your call connects? Yeah, the grief to dollar ratio on that one wouldn't make sense. But I don't know. Maybe there would be people who would do that or maybe people would. I I don't know. But like, yeah, like you said, if it's going to impede if you had to make a phone call right away. Well, and it seems that yeah. AT&T is only offering a discount of 5 or $10. That, I'd be like, yeah. I will sit through this if you're going to take make my phone bill free. If yeah, you're just going people. Yeah. Like more than 50%, then maybe let's talk and then maybe make sure that I get to pick out what I want to watch. Right. Otherwise, mm-hmm. we're not talking. Right. I agree. Yeah. I like that thinking. Could home. you imagine if you were like having a conversation with your like loved one or something and then in the middle of it, it gets interrupted and you have to listen Ugh. to an ad again? They haven't worked out how this, you know, the ad would be delivered to, to folks. But uh, could you imagine if there was a please hold for this sponsored segment? Oh, my God. I, it's bad enough that. Some of these, um, like, I, I guess I can see why news sites, you know, they really are trying to get people to, you know, subscribe. And I have oh, ended up subscribing not. to a couple, like the Daily Beast and a couple of newspapers. But even just some of my good little gossip sites, they are just polluted yeah. with ads. I can't stand yeah. it. Daily nothing, Mail. Nothing uh-huh. angers me more. It's more frustrating than when you want to watch that video and there's like the car ad just keeps playing or whatever it is. Right. I mean, I know advertisements are the lifeblood of, of, of some of these sites and, uh, and they certainly help us on the news, on the TV side of things. But uh, boy, you just want to get to that video and then the ad pops up and it's like, ah, so I'm with you, Holly. I don't think five or 10 no. measly dollars they off the bill is enough of a concession for sure. They probably really would like to do this. Oh, yeah, of course they but, would love I to mean, do this. I mean, my gosh, they are already getting so much money from everybody for people's cell phones. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think. And the data plans. And, do you and... guys have the same cell phone number that you had from the very first cell phone? <gasps> yep. Yeah, yeah. I, have a, I have a Pennsylvania number. And, yeah. You know, Grant, it's, you it's, do? It's weird yeah. people out there like, 717, where's that from? Holly, do you, you have know? the same? <laughs> no, I've cycled through a few. You have? Yes, yeah. I have. Okay, well, so three of us yeah. still have our original numbers. Never get lost that way. I know it. People yeah. actually know my cell phone. <laughs> Matt, well, thanks, Matt thank you so much. Thanks, Matt. We'll uh, look. Yeah. Through, we'll of course watch you on Channel Five Eyewitness News. You're an absolute delight. Talk to you soon. All right. See you next week. All right. See you next week. And when we come back, yes, we got to talk about uh, Academy of Country Music uh, show was last night. We got some good stuff for you. Oh, there we go. A little flashback with Brittany. Yeah. Brittany, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So the Academy of uh, Country Music Awards was last night. Keith Urban. I'm just looking darlene although my mom hates his hair and and my partner hated his shoes yeah he did have the franken boots on he did it's because he's He's not that tall he's a petite man but i don't know i i like i like him but my mom is like well i suppose that nicole doesn't mind his hair because a wife if she doesn't like her guy's hair she's not gonna put up with it yeah well 
Yeah. Or make a light suggestion on styling. Something. Keith has had the same darn hair since I feel like we've known him. He's had frosted tips the longest of any guy we've known. Very much. You know, even Ryan Seacrest got away from the frosted tips. (laughs) Okay, so here's just a little recap of the award show, and then we've got a few things to uh, discuss. We're going to get you dancing tonight. Country music's biggest star, Shining Brook. I could be happy anywhere. Dan and Shay, Luke Bryan, Kelsey Ballerini, and more help bring the Academy of Country Music Awards to life in Nashville for the first time. One stage traded in for three iconic venues in the heart of country music. Miranda Lambert. From the Songwriters Club, Bluebird Cafe. To the Ryman Auditorium, the Mother Church of Country Music. The country's most famous state, the Grand Ole Opry. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift returned to her roots, performing for the first time at a country awards show in seven years. Kissing in my car again. Swift commanded the stage with a guitar to play her new song, Betty. All venues absent of fans and applause. Got a call from a friend about a reminder of a pandemic that first postponed the show last spring. Behind the scenes, crews and artists were protected by masks and face shields. And it really presenters I mean, were given oh, wait, fresh mics okay. and award envelopes kept in plastic bags moments before announcing the winners live. Luke Combs. Luke Combs took home album and male artist of the year. This is a lot to process right now. Erin Morris, one female artist in music event of the year. Um, this is so weird talking to no one. But it was the top award of the night that took everyone by surprise. <laughs> no way. We have a tie. Thomas Rhett and Carrie Underwood sharing the honor of entertainer of the year. Oh my goodness gracious. Keith, what is happening right now? 2020, man. Um, thank you, God, so much. 2020 proving once again that anything can happen. Oh, honestly, I, that made me mad that, uh, first of all, because the ACMs, they're notorious for having, last year it was all five me. Although Carrie Underwood has won, this is the third time she's won in Entertainer of the Year, but she was the only woman nominated. Yep. Last year it was five guys. The year before it was five guys. Miranda Lambert, I think, was the last woman to win it in 2015. It's just always the same guys. So, right. like, for her to... Anyway, her fans were pissed because she opened the show when he cheats. I mean... Mm-hmm. Well, and then her tribute to <laughs> female country music lessons, Carrie Underwood can sing. She is the real deal. Yeah. Here she is. And then as she's singing, the photo of Patsy Cline is up there. And she had that wonderful, full Christian Dior-esque skirt. That was with beautiful. beautiful T-length. Yes. T-length is really pretty. And then she she did, uh, uh, then Loretta Lynn was next, then Dolly Parton. And I mean, she sang a good chunk of each of these songs. Then Barbara Mandrell, then Reba. And then she finished it up with Martina McBride and went out on 
like the most incredible oh. note. Yeah. You know, it's always fascinating to me. I'm usually looking outside, inside the world of country music. And when I think of country music, I think of all those ladies. So it always fascinates me that what you just said, Lori, with the Academy of Country Music, uh, having the Sausage Fest of Entertainer yes. of the Year. It's like country music is these ladies. I agree. It's totally these women. And the women have said, you know, we have a hard time getting played. It's all the bro country music, like that Luke Combs. I mean, honestly, he I thought he was... I couldn't even believe he was... I mean, he looked like he tumbled out of a garage stall and he just changed his oil. <laughs> Baseball hats and mullets, Lori. I mean, really, really, but Carrie was... Show stopping that yes. medley. Did you watch the show, Grant? By any chance, or did you catch it last I night? I didn't catch it. No, yeah. but I'm a big country fan. I just did not catch the yeah, show. Yeah, no. it it was it was really good. And then Taylor Swift, um, she performed uh, Betty, and I just you know what I mean. Taylor Swift, she is doing lockdown right. I mean, the fact that she recorded, produced, and wrote this album while in solitude, and then comes out and basically. A very low-key outfit. The pants were tragic. Yeah, the the bottom half of the outfit was tragic. I think it was Stella McCartney. It was. Oh, it was, the, I was like, why are, you, why are you wearing the khakis, Taylor? Yeah, with a sequin top. But she looks like she's cutting her own bangs. She did her makeup. She sang um, Betty, which is really a pretty song. Here we go. Maybe I won't make assumptions about why you switched to homeroom, but I think it's because of me. That's so good. Mm-hmm. It's so good. We, but there is a bad word in that song coming up. You know, the, there is the... Um, she does sing Taylor Swift the F word in the, the next... Well, thank you for that heads up. Yeah, the next, the next <laughs> chorus. But that is a beautiful song. And she did, uh, in an interview, say that of, uh, the, the, um, th- any of the n- names that she used, uh, she named all the characters in the story after her friend's kid. So somebody, Inez is Blake Lively and Ryan Reynolds' other daughter. Betty is a daughter. And anyway, it's got nothing to do with them. It's just no. the triangle love story. I love that song. It's classic Taylor Swift. It really is. So, I don't know if we posted. We posted some fashion because there wasn't much. Carrie Underwood, of course, won the night. Yes. She just changed. She wore three outfits, so that's low-key for her. And um, the the thing that she came out with that she wore when she won, that Entertainer of the Year with the the slit on the side and the belts and the glitter. She has amazing legs. Oh, that's and, stunning. And then people were yelling at her because she forgot to thank her hockey husband, Mike. Whatever. It's fine. <laughs> why do people always say, why do people get mad? I mean. I'm sure that she's eternally grateful behind the scenes. Yeah. And she just, I think that there probably was, and I don't, I didn't do my research or my due diligence about how they set up the winners for the Academy of Country Music Awards. I assume that everyone was standing by and ready to win an award, but it was a tie. 
So how yeah. shocking was that? It was like, oh, okay, now I have to get out here too and accept this. Right. Like, maybe her brain was not thinking about thanking her husband in the moment. It's fine. And then she was just thinking, oh, great. I bring it. I bring it. Bring it. Bring it. I sing this medley of all these amazing women. I still got to share my damn award with uh, whatever the hell his name was. And with, with all the production that was done behind her for this particular show, yeah. why would they not just make it then about her? Right, like why would because they, they don't know till they open the envelope. You're right, but mm-hmm. that's what they say. That's what they say, but really, I mean, in 20, the ACM Entertainers of the Year last year, all male. Same in 2018. In 2017, Carrie was the only woman, and in 2015 and 2016, Miranda was the only woman. And for the upcoming Country Music Association Awards, both Carrie and Miranda are named for Entertainer of the Year. The first time since 1979 that two women have even been nominated. Mm -hmm. Country music Mm -hmm. does have a problem. Yeah. But then again, it is so strange because I think of the women when I think of country Country. music. Also, side note. Yeah. We need to send a memo to all the guys to step up their fashion game because the women were just bedazzled beyond belief. And then you've got the guys rolling in with the unkept mullet and the shirt with the sleeves cut off. Yeah. No, it was bad. (laughs) Like I'm looking at you, Thomas Rhett, winner of Entertainer of the Year, showing up in your plaid shirt. Luke Bryan wore a hat to take away from the COVID-9 or 10 that he's gained. He wore a baseball <laughs> hat. I did like the outfit of new female artist of the year to Neil Town. She sang that song that was inspired by the woman on the side of the road. Yeah. I really liked her. Yeah, that was really good. I thought, okay, you know who always looks so hot? I mean, is Tim McGraw and his painted on jeans. Oh, Damn man. it. Oh. God bless those <laughs> jeans and his belt buckle. And I thought Miranda, you know, singing her song Bluebird. And then like the very next appearance, did you see was Gwen and Blake? And I'm like, how did they maneuver those guys in that tiny Bluebird cafe? It was green screen, Lori. They oh. had the opening shot. They were Jeez. in L. <laughs> oh my gosh! Here I was like going, "How did they not let Miranda and Blake in?" I did not know they that. was in Los oh, Angeles. That's so funny. It's like they were filming in the basement <laughs> with the green oh, screen. I, I can I believe in the power of TV. Well, I I thought that um, she put on red lipstick, and she doesn't usually wear red lipstick. I don't think Blake likes it. But she wanted to have it pop with her kind of cute country outfit. She had some uh, fringe. And um, I liked Keith Urban and Pink song. Very much so. Yeah. Now, was she green screened in? Yes. Oh, um, <laughs> jeez. I'm like going, how are they? They're, so they're just performing. Oh, I think she was in L.A. too. Okay. That song was called One Too Many. And that's on his Keith Urban's new album okay. that comes out on oh, Friday. Crying out loud. Jeez Louise, I am easily, um, whatever. Anyway, take a look at the fashion uh, if you want. There there was a little bit of it, and I, I really did like Gwen Stefani's boots she that cute. she wore. And Kelsey Ballerini had a great outfit on. And Carrie Underwood's boots with that gold outfit. Yeah, there's some fun stuff. I guess there was. All right, listen, we come back. Oh, my word. This was, I was waiting I've been waiting for this interview, and it happened yesterday on the Tamron Hall Show. We'll be right back.
Hey, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. Grant is uh, filling in for Holly. What size shoe do you wear? I wear a nine. You wear a nine, and you got your nine stuffed into Julia's size six feet. And what size are your shoes? I'm a nine men, so fitting right in (laughs) That's 11 in a woman. That's a Paris Hilton size shoe. That's Paris Hilton. You and Paris Hilton have the same shoe size. Well, we should go and hang out together. Well, you could, if you ever did, you could, you know, if you wanted to wear her shoes. Talk shoe shop, you know? That's right. I'm not a big shoe or foot person. I know you're a foot person, aren't oh, you? Oh my god! I oh feet. god! Hairy yeah. feet, hairy yeah. toe knuckle for oh Lori. My god. Just... Like I would, I would love to see, like you know, like I know Elvis had beautiful feet, and I feel like I know Prince. I bet had beautiful feet, although he might have been having some pump bumps from the high heels. <laughs> How do you know that Elvis has beautiful feet? I just feel like because his face, <laughs> his hands, everything else about him, he would have had nice feet. And we've seen his feet in Blue Hawaii and stuff. I've seen. I, I've, we've seen his feet. I don't know. I'm looking at his big toe, and it's a little weird in this press photo for Blue Hawaii. Really? <laughs> All right. Well, tweet it and let us judge for ourselves. Okay. okay. Wonder. We'll do. Just a meaningless theory that I have. I just would be just like, I feel like um, I just want to believe that people that I have crushes on have good feet that are attractive. My heart is open to yeah, okay. you right now. <laughs> okay. So uh, Tamron Hall today um her show is back for a second season, but we've never had it in this market. Yeah, first time it's on here. It's on Channel 45. Yeah, 45 TV. TV right. Yeah. And because um, when I went to go find 45 TV, if you just put 45 in Comcast, it's like Nickelodeon. Oh, yeah. Not Tamron Hall. On yeah. Nickelodeon. Not on Nick- so anyway, so it's 45 TV and it's on at 11 in the morning. So I just set it on the DVR because... Even just the first week, the guests that she had on, and I'm just excited that talk shows and, you know, Drew Barrymore is embarrassingly excitable and over the top, but having a list guest, Jane Fonda, yesterday. Oh, yes. Okay, so Tamron Hall has uh, Stassi Schroeder, the gal from Vanderpump Rules who got fired in June for being a racist woman, and she'd been a racist woman for quite some time on Vanderpump Rules, but... With, you know, George Floyd and all of a sudden all these people checking themselves on their privileged white asses. Sassy was sort of uh, one of the first people that just got let go because of some horrible things that she did. So Mm -hmm. Tamron Hall has her on her show today. She hasn't done any interviews. She's gone away uh, to her go-away island. First of all, her agent dropped her. Her publicist dropped her. She lost her podcast. I mean, so Tamron Hall was, I think, the perfect person for Stasi to go on her mea, you know, start with the mea culpas. Uh, I will say, I don't know what this means, but today one of the first things that popped up on my Twitter feed was that, you know, I follow fact. Do you guys like following that fact that, it's just F-A-C-T. It's no, just, I don't. Let's see. Julia and I follow it, you know, like for random facts. We just really like this um, as a Twitter feed. Mm-hmm. But what pops up? More than 70% of all apologies are meaningless. Oh. And we know that Stassi Schroeder, I mean, she is going to, first of all, she's pregnant. She looks completely different. Tamron Hall, who she had like a baby a year and a half ago. She... I loved how she started because she said, you know, you're pregnant and 
I know this has got to be a tough thing, even though it's self-inflicted. Sure. She said, uh, I'm surprised that you're not just, you know, concentrating on your next chapter in your life, your baby. I'm surprised that you're even talking, which I thought was kind of a... Well, right. It's like, oh, well, you know, so that's interesting. Do you think that she reached out to Tamron Hall then and was like, her people were like, she wants to talk and this is the place that you're going to want to start. I think they told her you need to talk with a woman that is black, Mm -hmm. a woman who's going to call you on your stuff because your apology is going to come off. It's anyway. So here's a little bit of um, do we have a little audio, Grant? All right. Yes, we do. Okay. Because black people are dying because they've been oppressed for 400 years. All lives matter can't, all lives can't matter until black lives matter. And that's something that I've I've realized in doing classes. Up next. Stop. Okay. It was. Mm hmm. She mm-hmm. she was like, well, I have a you know she I have a diversity coach and I've been going to classes and I didn't know and Cameron was really good because you know she said, well, that is just ignorant. You live in a big city, New Orleans. You're a younger person. I mean, she like yeah. called her on it and um, you know she brought up. You described yourself as being Nazi chic one time on Instagram in a photo. You tried to call the cops on a co-worker of yours at Vanderpump Rules. That's right. That's really why she got fired. Mm-hmm. You know, um, she's and, and Stasi was trying, you know, she said, I was just coming from a place of privilege. But it was it was like she had to get a PR consultant who got her a diversity coach and Tamron at one point just leaned back and she says, do, do you just find these classes or a coach or someone to work one-on-one with you? And Sassy goes, yeah, it's like everything else. You just Google it. Uh-huh. So that being said, <laughs> that being said, was Stassi Schroeder on this show? Did you find that there was, any kind of sincerity in what she had to say for, because from that it sounded like, okay, well, yes, you have been working with people, with PR people, with coaches and other things. Like it it was, to my ear, it sounded like that. Well, Cameron gave her like a half hour and she kept pointing out some of the things that she was, that she was saying. And and finally, Stassi, I mean, Cameron did get her to say, um, I, I was that Karen. I was a Karen. I was a, Karen, who basically said, but all lives matter. And so she did get her to, you know, like, admit, she did admit some things that you could tell that she had never thought about. And she said that was like an authentic, there were authentic there were moments authentic in this moments, interview. I, felt. Mm-hmm. I really did. And she doesn't look anything like the girl from Vanderpump Rules. You know, she, her hair is browned now, what I call bronze. Yeah, and in front of some kind of Zoom scream of a house that she's not actually in. Probably not. No. Now, now I'm going to do about and and then she also Tamron brought up her, uh, and she played her words from her podcast about after the Oscars, so white Stassi had gone on this big rant. Why does it always have to be about black people? How come it's never about white people? And so Tamron, you mm. know, I just felt like I felt like that was good call on Stasi's part to reach out to Tamron and she was she was empathetic but she was tough 
and mm-hmm. she called her and stuff. It was it was good and it was really a good interview. Good. I mean, I thought just for I was interested to hear what Sassy had to say because she lost everything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Listen, we'll be back. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy 5 or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone. At the Home Depot, we have plenty of Christmas trees to make your holidays even more magical. Hundreds of full, easy-to-assemble artificial trees that look so real, you may be convinced they actually are. And for those who love that fresh pine smell, we have a parking lot full of fresh-cut trees to call your own. We'll even help you load your tree in the car so you can bring home the holidays. The Home Depot, how doers get more done.